get started here. All right. Hello and welcome. This is Argue This with Alex and Tron. Yo. You know, this week we're going to talk about some immigration. You know, those, you know, dirty illegals over here. Ah, God damn it. Ain't they the worst? All races. <laughs> all, all of them. You know, those Canadians over here just, you know, being polite and shit. Ugh. Stop it with your politeness. Gross. <laughs> but we, we got um, we got some questions, you know, that we want to debate. Um, we're not lawyers by any fucking stretch of the imagination, so don't take anything I say that could be used in a legal context or anything that Tron says that can be used in a legal context uh, for fact. You know, we're not attorneys, so... We're just a couple dumb 30-year-olds. Arguing this. Arguing this. All right. So let's, let's start with the first question. Should the U.S. allow more people in the country, or are we full? There's no such thing as full. Have you been to our Midwest, like the central part of the U.S.? There is plenty of room. Do you, we, do you, you realize we're in, like, the smack middle of the country, right? Yeah. I, I know we are, but I'm also just acknowledging it for everyone else too like there's plenty of room in kansas and montana too no i mean like i've been to fucking kansas and you know they they won't take too kindly to you know anybody intruding on their land okay you are right though that the midwest of uh the u.s isn't so friendly to newer people to, to newer people, are you talking about like Mexicans and you know anybody from like Venezuela? If like they say words that if you don't speak English over there, they ain't gonna like you. I won't go that far, but I will definitely go as far as like they are more suspicious of newer people than they are of you know. I, I love how like to. you know like the the towns over in the Midwest can have like some crazy Mexican names like Lahara and you know. So watch some Indian names, Dulce and whatever. But yeah, you know, you don't you don't think we're full? You think we're just gonna cram them out there in the Midwest and be like, oh yeah, it's it's fine. Well, I mean, that's what we do when we like take preferential people in, like you know, Indian doctors. We're like, okay, you're from India and you're a doctor and you have your doctorate and everything. Cool. Um, you can go to Ohio. And it's like, what? It's like, yeah, we're going to station you in Ohio. Well, we do do that. And in the Midwest, there was plenty of articles of those same town running out that same doctor because he doesn't like them. That has happened. But there's no way the U.S. is full. So that's an- answering the question like... As far as taking in more immigration, I'm always for taking in more immigration. Um, and there's no way the U.S. is full, so we can never say, like, there's no room for anyone. Yeah, I mean, like, truly the amount of people that want to come here versus how many we take in, it's a laughable amount. It's just, you know, chipping away, you know, with like a fucking tiny little hammer at a mountain. Yeah, you're we're, right. We're, we're never going to get there. But, you know. It's, you know, we're trying. 
So, I mean, like, I, I can see, you know, where the, those people would be like, no, don't allow any more in. We're fucking, we're creating our own Americans, you know, the white kind, the ones that we like, the ones that with blonde hair, blue eyes, and play football, and drink soda pop, and date other white girls. You know, the American dream. White picket fence. I feel you, but I don't even think, like, all that is just some white people. I think, uh, well, like, white people, uh, why do you protect, like, the whites i also think that it's been just so ingrained in america to think about immigration that most people don't even take into consideration race they're just like immigration no we need to fix us first well honestly the united states is a country of immigrants right yeah and that's what a lot of people fucking forget and it's like oh shit you know we're all just immigrants. We came over here and fucking killed the natural Americans. You know, we gave them blankets and we're like, here, here's some nice blankets. They'll keep you nice and warm. Six feet under the ground. Yeah. You're right. That did happen. All those. And <coughs> yeah, I mean, we have a country that, you know, fucked off and allowed a little bit too much racism in the country. And now we're like, okay, you know, we don't want any more else. You know, don't send over your hungry, your tired, your weak. Send over your brightest and best, and we'll send you back, you know, Steve. He's a janitor with three fingers and four teeth. Did you realize that when Germany and the Nazi party started implementing race segregation and stuff that you look to american laws and how america did it true fact look it up that's crazy but like and nobody wants to bring it up they always just bring up we're not hitler and da da da. i, I know we're not hitler because hitler took his ideas from us yeah america you know can definitely use a mirror to see how bad it truly is but you know i, I think we're both in pretty much agreement here Bring them on, you know, kick them on over here. You know, you know, many hands make light work type well, shit. Well, like, again, most of our best uh, inventions were invented by immigrants. You know what I mean? Like all of our inventions were invented by immigrants. Like the Indians were fucking, you know, using the sticks and the stones when we got here. And we're like, hey, check out this crazy shit. It's called the fucking 1911. Bang. Not really, but you, you get what I'm saying. No, I get what you're saying. And, like, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy how the thought process of, like, America, no immigration, when, like, America is immigration. <laughs> like, Yeah, but then, you know, the Germans came over here, and they're like, hey, look at all this. You know, we have very cool invention. And it's like, okay, yeah, you just fucking created, like, a Rue Goldberg machine to fucking you know make coffee it's crazy and if anything fucks up in it it's gonna cost a million dollars looking at you volkswagen piece of shit (laughs) but on the real though don't know if you knew that or not but germany hitler did look to the u.s for his anti-segregation laws and stuff like that yeah or his segregation laws. wasn't born in germany fair enough so i don't know nothing about that like the only german person i ever met was uh, my buddy's girlfriend that was over here visiting and she got so embarrassed anytime we made like a hitler joke she's like oh don't yeah 
I'm like, that's amazing. You guys are fucking truly ashamed of that shit. Yeah, because it's taught in school and everything. And it's taught in German culture that, like, again, it's it's not their people's fault, but they take responsibility for looking the other way. And, like, that's definitely not taught in America in America's history. Yeah, I mean, most people don't even know the day Hitler was born. What? 420. Everyone knows what day Hitler was born. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But, yeah, we're pretty much on the same thing. Bring them on over here. Yeah, but let's go on to the next question. Should the president be allowed to ban people of a certain faith or region from entering the country because they might pose a security threat to you know national no. security? No. Can't, okay, hold up. I didn't even let you finish that, and I'm sorry. But, like, if you would have said region, then there's, like, some room for argument. Like, there legitly would be some room for argument. Yeah, no, but, I, I said region. But, no, 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 I know. But when you say religion, you cannot because America is supposed to be uh, freedom of religion. Literally, word for word, freedom of religion, do, freedom do of speech. you not remember, like, the first thing Trump did? I, I do remember the first thing Trump did, and that's partially why it was immediately shot shot down originally because he used the word Muslim ban. If he didn't do that legally in courts, he would have had an argument. And again, it's crazy that legally in courts, he would have an argument, but, and I have like an opinion on that as well, because again, I don't think you should separate any person because of where they're from. Cause even if they're from the heart of terrorist country, and I don't believe there is a country of heart of terrorist country, but I'm just using that as an example. If even if they grow up in the heart of terrorist country doesn't make them a terrorist. Yes. It might make them more susceptible or uh, like minded to them. But if you grew up around racism, doesn't necessarily make you a racist. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what most people try to use from the South. I, anyway. I mean, mo- so most people to... don't even know the difference between like Hindu and like Sikh. Yeah, it, it's yeah. crazy. But they see them all as the enemy. And so so again, it with the direct question, no, because again, if you add the word religion in there, you can't base it. You can't deny anyone on the country of uh, on the base of religion into our country of America because it says in our bills and everything, freedom of religion, freedom of speech. Very first one. Very first amendment. Like the thing I would do is I'd be like, this is a toilet. This is how you poop in the toilet. Don't stand on the toilet and poop in the fucking water standing above it. Let him do that. Don't poop in the street either. Please. Dear God. Okay, that I do understand, and you're not even being, like, racist when you say that. Like, some countries, it that's legitly, it's that, That's how it's, okay. it's done. That, that's yeah. a social norm out there. You know, and they come over here, like, uh, I think it's, like, Singapore banned chewing gum, you know, and they don't have any fucking chewing gum on the sidewalk now. Right. And it's like, whoa, that that's crazy, and Singapore also banned drugs. Well, Singapore is i don't know how to explain singapore because it's a unique area because like they're super dictatorship about their laws but their laws have made a unique society because singapore used to be a pirate uh, nation hmm do you know that yep just random facts 
Yeah, I mean, now you like uh, what? What's the new pirate one? It's somewhere down there in Africa. Are you talking about like uh, Nigeria and stuff, or no? It's Nicaragua. No, it's like some small area where there's like pirates, and you just don't take your cruise ships through there. Correct. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I just, it, like the name escapes me. I'm like Somali. Yeah. Yeah. Somalia. So yeah, you mean you you'll come across the Somalian pirates and you know they just have to, they're doing what they have to do to survive. But how do you feel? Like, do you feel that we should be able to ban uh, someone based on their religion and or uh, region? I mean, if they're coming from like a dangerous region that we know that you know, honestly, let's use North Korea or Iran. Those are two openly non-friendly nations towards america well i mean if they're trying to flee here to america yeah let them the fuck in you know because i mean i i saw the interview <laughs> fair enough <laughs> and thank god we killed that uh one uh dictator over there thanks james franco you're a true patriot <laughs> But in all seriousness, you know, no, I don't think we should, you know, ban them because of that. But if we can do background checks and find out that they're related to a, a terrorist group or someone in a terrorist group, then yes, you know, be like, sorry, bud, you know, since you have this relation to, you know, this known terrorist or someone that's, a, you know, close to a terrorist group, you're not allowed in. Same thing for the military. You know, when you're signing, you know, you know, all the fucking bullshit to like go into like the Air Force, they're like, are you a terrorist? No. Is anyone in your family a terrorist? No. Are you sure you're not a terrorist? No. Are you sure no one in your family is a terrorist? What? It's like, no, it's like 15 terrorist questions. No, I, I feel you on that. But here's the thing, though, is I to my knowledge. When you apply for a visa and stuff, they already do that type of background check. Yeah, they do, you know, as much as they can. But if there's not a whole lot of records on you, there's not a whole lot they can do. Right. You know, so if you're, you know, just being radicalized, you know, it's the same thing with like the Westboro Baptist Church, you know, where they're all being radicalized with that one idea you know, the old, these infidels and we're going to go strike them, you know, hard and get them into, the, you know, so, you know, if we knew like this region right here, but then you can just lie. You know, there's always ways around it. There, are, Again, you're right. There are ways around it, but this is uh, a hot topic argument that most people don't like when it's they my- are, when they argue, uh, what's it called? When they argue pro-police and everything. If you believe in the police and our FBI and all that uh, systems, mm-hmm. then you should be okay with immigration because our supposed FBI and police and our criminal systems are supposed to prevent crime, not just punish after the crime's been committed. Well, I mean, like the FBI, you know, they do a pretty bang-up job. I mean, I've been questioning, like, when I got my passport to go to, you know, Europe for a month, they came and personally questioned me, not on the phone, in person, three deep. They're like, hey, why are you going over here? What is the reason? What is the purpose? 
and they wanted to like you know talk to me right you know now it wasn't like you know in an interrogation room it was just like in the you know front seat of you know his fucking truck then there's two guys in the back I'm like, man, if I fuck this up, I feel like a black bag's coming over my goddamn head, and I'm going to a fucking CIA black site. <laughs> Off to Gitmo you go. But, you know, it, it ne- never happened, and, you know, they're always they're straight to the point. I'm like, thank you. You know, you're not here to bullshit around. They're like, are you going to go over there and be a terrorist? You know, straight up. I'm like, cool. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. That's a stupid idea. You know, I mean... It's like, oh, do you, do you want to go be, you know, enemies of like, you know, the most powerful military in the world? No, right. It's a bad idea. It's a losing fight. Yeah, let's let's bet on the cancer pony, guys. It might pull through. Oh <laughs> shit, it it's dead. The race didn't even start. Oh, I bet the house on the cancer pony. God damn it. A little dark and morbid on that analogy, but fair enough. Yeah, I mean they they don't let cancer ponies, you know, race obviously they just shoot him for glue it just sounds really wrong every time you say cancer pony my inside cringes a little cancer pony (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean you know that's what it is and and, you know they they do a pretty fucking bang up job as best they can with the information that is given to them police not so much hurt let me let me ask you a question what's up right New question. How do you feel about DACA? I don't know much even about DACA. Like, what does DACA even stand for? Uh, fuck. I don't know the exact definition. But what what it is is uh, kids who are brought over here under a certain age uh, by their parents are granted citizenship as long as they don't, uh, what's it called, commit any crimes and they go through school and stuff like that. Yeah, let let children in. It's also yeah. called the Dreamers Act, but I'm pulling up exactly what DACA is. Yeah, I'm, you know, if you want to bring your kids over here for a better life, and I've been to Mexico, and I'm like, just like I was in a nice area of Mexico, and I'm like, this is hell. Oh my god, who would want to live here? And I'm like in a nice, like you know, gated community with like a turtle preserve in it, and you know atvs on the beach i'm like oh there's portuguese man of war in the water they're gonna kill me and yeah honestly you know mazatlan is not that bad all right so daca is deferred action for childhood arrivals and what it what it all it is is that uh What's it called? When uh, they're brought into the country as children, they receive a renewable two-year period of deferment action from deportation and become eligible for a work permit in the U.S. So they, every two years, they have to also renew that. Mexicans work the hardest. You know, if you'll peak, like the second someone gets like a couple good Mexicans on their crew that are allowed to stay, they're like, holy shit, like. If you've been to any good construction crew, it's like just all Mexicans because they're hard fucking workers. They'll work in the sun all fucking day for like dirt pay, which sounds kind of fucked up and racist. I'm glad that you acknowledge that because I was waiting for you to stop so I could say that. But continue because you're. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I'm Mexican, so I, I can say that. I don't think that you could say that just because you're Mexican, but continue. I, I'm like George Lopez. I have the right, you know. Don't think so, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, they are hard fucking workers. Like Mexicans will, you know, do doggy position and, you know, drill it in, you know, and get a you know woman pregnant with 12 kids. But you uh, are pro DACA then, from what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, uh, uh, okay. you know, bring them in. And, you know, allow them to have a better chance, you know, because what chance, you know, do they really have over there other than joining gangs, selling drugs, bring them over here make them, you know, a good member of society and be like, cool, I got a chance. And then, you know, I can, you know, support, you know, <coughs> other people to come over here, you know, because you need a, you know, you can sponsor them. That's the word I'm looking for. You can, you know, sponsor your family to come over you know, get their, you know, permanent, you know, citizenship and then their naturalization. And, you know, it's awesome. You can, you know, just, you know, come on over. And, you know, I personally know people that have come over here from Mexico, that have come over here illegally, got sent back, and then, you know, came over again. And, you know, they did it the right way the second time. And, you know, they got... You know, all their paperwork. Well, even the right way, though, is really ridiculously hard. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's super ridiculously hard. There was uh, someone that did a um, a full-on investigation. I think it was, like, on This American Life, even, where, you know, they went over, you know, the border and started talking to people. And they're like, all right, once it hits nighttime, once it starts to get dark, you get the fuck out of here. Because, uh it's it gets really fucked up well like it just it's hard to get uh do it the legal way people don't understand it literally takes months and the judges are all the courts are all backed up with the court system and all Mm -hmm. and like when people talk about like well they should just do it the legal way that just the legal way could take three years and three years is a long time when your family's in danger like Seriously, if you have kids and you know that their life is in danger every day for three years, it might not be just in danger from cartel. It could be from uh, the poor and being robbed. It could be from malnutrition and not they being able be to make money. It could be from police over there. Yeah. Um, you're going to try to do whatever you can to protect your child. Yeah, you're going to get your child across the fucking border. You know, sometimes they don't bring the really young ones. Because the really young ones can, you know, fuck up the smuggling process. But, you know, they get them over there. I don't even think the really young ones could uh, fuck up the smuggling process as much as, like, because they're in so much open, hostile uh, environment that it's just that dangerous for the young one. Yeah. And so, the you know, they'll take, like, the, you know, the young teenagers and be like, all right, come on. We're going over to America. We're going to get, you know, jobs. Because a lot of people will just hire you under the table. Yeah, come on in. And especially if you can speak English and Spanish. Yeah. And then with that said, because this is a segue into this other question as well. A lot of people, their biggest complaints about like illegal immigration is that they are attacks on our uh, systems and stuff like that. But illegal immigrants aren't eligible for a lot of the stuff such as like social security or food stamps or stuff. And they are paying in taxes 
such as sales tax whenever they go purchase something. Yeah. Or if they're able to uh, start renting homes, they're paying property tax and stuff like that. But they, because they're illegal, they don't get to go ahead and uh, reap the benefits of paying for those taxes. Well, a lot of times when they like, you know, rent like an apartment, they'll cram that apartment goddamn full. Right. You know, like, you know, I, I, I grew up, you know, kind of in the ghetto a little bit. And then my mom married a white man and, you know, moved right on out. You know, started from the bottom, now we're here. Kind of shit. Right. And so, like, I, I've seen both sides of it. I'm like, okay. And, yeah, my like, my mom would do whatever she needed to do to, you know, get me to a better place, I feel. Yeah, you know, if that, you know, includes, you know, marrying some white guy, she's like, all right, you know, he has money. Let's do it. Yeah. Fair enough. But I just don't understand why people like to, because, again, they like to then use our Medicare or, or, or medical system as an argument of, like, well, we have to pay medical bills and stuff like that. Okay, but like, so if as, they get sent to, like, the hospital, like, say, like, one falls off the falls off a roof while doing some roofing labor, you know, breaks his arm and gets, you know, a couple cups, cuts and scrapes and then gets sent off in an ambulance and gets to the hospital. They have to, you know, treat him. Right. They can't just be like, we're not going to treat you, you dirty Mexican. They're going to treat him. They're going to put him in a cast and be like, okay, you know, that bill gets paid by the government, you know, and most people are like, oh man, that's a huge $10,000 bill. Honestly, it's like probably a $500 bill that insurance and the hospitals have just worked hand in hand to fucking inflate to fuck over people that don't have insurance. Right. And on top of that, too, a simple moving to Medicare for all, same as like other all other first world countries have, then we wouldn't be in that situation because it's already paid for itself. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know. Have you ever seen that uh, one documentary, uh, Sicko, by Michael Moore? No. Pretty much, he takes like a bunch of people and like, I think he smuggles them into Cuba or something, and you know, to get like life saving medicine for these people, and you know, like they bring him out like a pill or whatever he needs, and like seventy five, and he's like, dollars? Wow, that's cheap. He's like, no cents. He's like, what? And it blows their fucking mind how fucked up our medical system over here in America is. Yeah. I have a friend in Europe that they had to go to the hospital and they had to uh, get a bunch of uh, like medicine and stuff. Right. It literally cost them $50 for the IV, the medicine, the whole trip, the whole doctor, the whole visit, $50. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then everyone fucking still gets paid, but you know, these insurance companies are making off like fucking bandits. Because honestly, like I'm paying, you know, three hundred dollars like a month for insurance, and you know, they're also getting money from my employers who are paying even more money. So they're getting like tons and tons of money every year from every single person, and pocketing most of it. And then when they're like, "Okay, I need medical help," they're like, eh, "We're not going to cover that." It's like, it's a broken arm. It's a cast. You have to cover it. It's like, I don't think we want to. Right. We'll save it for, you know, 
and then you know the second you have to like start writing them letters writing appeals and it's like all right fine we'll fucking do it it's crazy it's so crazy and broken yeah i mean like you know the medical you know industry can be you know whole fucking you know other thing but you know yeah, we, we went way off fucking kilter on that question. Right. Way down the rabbit hole. But yeah, you, you know, we're pretty much both on the same spot. You know, the president shouldn't be allowed to ban people. But if he does know that someone is a threat, you know, through intelligence gathered by like the NSA or whatever, then yeah, they should be able to ban people from that. I'll agree with you on that. So. All right. Next question. Um, should the U.S. be allowed to imprisonate and separate families that are found to be in the United States illegally, or is it just a case of, you know, you do the time, you do the crime, you do the time? No, that's so cruel. I mean, like, ICE now has lost 1,500 children. And when I mean lost, they don't know where they are. That, that right there is crazy. Like, yeah, and then, you know, awesome shows like Dora the Explorer come out. No. Just one of the lost ice children. No. But, like, again, if we can't even do this, no. That's cruel and unusual. We should never separate families. That is absolutely wrong. Well, I mean, you know, for instance, if you are married and, you know, to your wife and you have a kid and then you'd go and do some Bonnie and Clyde shit. And then you both get arrested. They're going to take your kid away from you. But that's different. That's you committing a crime against society. Technically, they're... You being here illegally, and I'm doing air quotes because, again, what the fuck is that? But you being here illegally doesn't constitute as enough to be like, well, you should have came. Sorry. Now you're separated from your kids. I don't, and like, even, I'm, even I'm pretty if, sure it's not like, you know, directly illegal to be in the United States without documentation. I think it's just like illegal, like to do certain shit in here. No, I'm pretty sure it's illegal to be here in here without documentation because after your visa is gone, you're st- you are considered illegal. Um, Go ahead. Look it up. Let's do this. Yeah, I mean, but back. To the, like the whole separation thing. So say you let's use your example of you and uh, or me and my wife went ahead and did some Bonnie and Clyde shit, and then they would take my kid. They would take my kid and give it to another family member, or uh, put my kid in the foster care system. But there would be a trail. They lost fifteen hundred kids. There is no trail of where those kids are. So no. You should not be able to separate like that. That is absolutely wrong. There's a uh, visa waiver program that you know enables citizens of participating countries to travel to the U.S. for tourism or business for 90 days or less without obtaining a U.S. visa. Notice how it says certain countries. Yeah, of course. You know, but I, I don't think, uh, you know, it's directly illegal per se. It's just illegal, like, to work over here. 
I'm pretty sure it's like a misdemeanor or something for yeah, it's a misdemeanor for the first music. time and felony for the second. But you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, like you know, if, if you're over here illegally, and you know they find your entire family to be oh, you know illegal, I feel like they should be able to deport you as a unit, as a family unit. Everyone just go back to Mexico. Here we're gonna put you on a deportation bus. Here's a ham sandwich and a bottle of water. You know. So okay, here here's my moral issue is that. I have issues with certain reasons for deportation anyways. But if we're going by rules as written and everything, I totally think that if you are getting deported, you shouldn't be separated. You should still be a family unit and travel to whatever centers and stuff together. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, like, pretty sure the Nazis fucking, you know, separated families as well. And like, okay, here's all the children. We're going to fucking march them to the gas chambers because they're fucking useless. And, yeah, I mean, it, it was... I mean, they still traveled as a family to the chambers, but still, like... Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of fucking orphans. And a lot of them fucking, you know, gave their children up. Yeah. You know, to get them out of that fucking situation. And they did a lot of, you know, fucked up shit. But, you know, these children lived... Right. I feel like what we're doing right now is a great equation to what Nazi Germany did to the Jews. And like a lot of people, I know that's a hot take, and a lot of people uh, give pushback because technically what the Nazis did was to their own civilians or citizens. But it doesn't matter, man. It's human life. What we're doing is wrong. Like in... In a moral sense, how we're doing this whole thing is wrong. And that's just my issue about it. Yeah, I mean, like, what about, uh, you know, say you have a son. You know, you brought your son over and you're here to sell some Mexican heroin, some Mexican fentanyl, and some Mexican weed. And then you get caught up fucking selling a whole bunch of that shit. And you also have like a, you know, brick of coke. And, you know, you're doing some serious, you know, felonies. Should they be able to separate you because you've actually committed real crimes, but, not just being over here, you know? But that shouldn't even be a separation thing. That should be a thing of like, yo, okay, so you committed these crimes. You're going to do this time. Little kid, young buck, we're going to get you back to your family and wherever you came from. Now, if that can't happen, then that kid would be should be able to go into foster care. But beyond that, like, it the kids should be back with family first so what and if, if the dad young if to... the dad said won't give information like you know who, uh the rest of the family and stuff then yes the kid's going to it sucks for the kid but the kid's going to then go into our foster care but when i'm talking about ice losing 1500 like they lost them they're not in foster care and so like with that separation, that separation that I that we are talking about right now, yeah. with that example, the kid would either should go back to family, depending on if the father would be cooperative or not, or have a open adoption. And what I mean by that open adoption is so family could come and find the kid. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it, it worries me that fifteen hundred kids are just missing. 
it's like uh where where did they get and it's like you know it's they're on a ghost ship somewhere we, i don't know it worries me too because again how do you lose anyone when they're in custody that's the craziest thing but how do we know that you know they weren't just like kind of like secretly released to people that like there's a guy on the inside that's like all right come on you know come on mijo you know let's go you know this guy's gonna take care of you okay you know that way you're not getting deported back to Mexico. Right. And there's a guy on the inf- inside that got 1,500 of these kids back out to, you know, family, friends, or whatever to, you know, continue doing whatever they're doing. Who knows? But even even with that, like, good thought, missing is still missing. I mean, it, it's better to... And, and, and... That's abnormal for you with any of our past episodes of you taking the positive what if. Oh, I'm Mexican. Yeah. Like, have you ever been down to Mexico? No. Okay. Like, uh, I've been away plenty of other countries, but never been to Mexico. Okay. So imagine, you know, Texas, but hotter. That's Mexico. Okay. And just a lot more gangs. And, like, the best thing about Mexico is the food. Don't go to donkey shows either. It's a bad idea. I've never been to one, but it's a bad idea. Just don't go. That poor donkey. Damn. What? Well, there goes that dream of going. I'm just playing. Yeah, no, it's dumb. But... Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll take the you know positive look. You know, what if because that that same thing happened in Nazi Germany. There is you know people that got these kids out and they were missing, but they were safe. I don't know. Fair enough. You could take the positive on this one if you want. It still blows my mind. Blows my mind. But yeah, I mean, I you know, in my opinion. It depends on what actual crime was committed, you know, because if they did a real fucking crime. Yeah, but some of those separations aren't even from crimes except for crossing the border. Yeah, exactly. No, that, that's not a real fucking crime. Just like weed is not a drug. You know, same thing. You know, if, if they're just over here, just, you know, okay, gather all your family, you know, here, you know, have a cell phone, call whoever you need to call. That is also why I quoted uh, a crime against society versus not, because I don't think immigration is against society where like what the example of like murdering someone or selling drugs and stuff is against society. Yeah. I mean, even selling drugs, you know, no one's fucking putting a gun to your head and saying, buy these drugs. I agree with you. Yeah. And I've bought plenty of fucking drugs in my day. You know, done a lot of drugs in my day. No one held a gun to my head. I enjoyed the drugs I did. And, you know, now I'm clean. You know, now I'm clean and sober. You know, and people be like, good for you. I'm like, I don't care. I just wanted a job. I just wanted to be able to hold down a job. And when it came time for my piss test, I didn't fucking sweat the small shit. I'm like, yep, I'll take a piss test. That's fine. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't care. Fair enough. And I get piss tested enough to where it's like, okay, I can't even fucking risk that shit. See, I have 
uh, my own view on like the whole drugs and piss testing and stuff. Cause I, I don't think like drugs should be illegal. Uh, that's just my opinion. I think that like as society and whatnot, we should be able to do freedoms like that. Now, I don't think that a, you should be driving on drugs or B you should be working on drugs. Those two, there should be some checks and balances in that whole scenario. But I don't think that like, well, I mean, if, if you're, you know, high and driving, like I, I've seen plenty of these fucked up videos where, you know, high fucked up motherfuckers are out there crashing into people, you know, right. And that, that's where I say, I don't, when I say drugs should be legal, uh, I like same as beer, beer's legal, alcohol is legal, but you can't drive under it. You can't go to work under it. Just be responsible. Yeah. That's how I think drugs should be. And I'm not like, yeah, let's do drugs, druggy. I just think that, like, as adults and stuff, we should be able to go ahead and regulate ourselves as humans instead of, like, have some arbitrary law saying that we can't do this. Legitimately, there's always ways around drugs. There's designer drugs that, since that chemical compound has not been made illegal, you know, it's, you know, fine to take and fine to buy. As long as it's quote unquote not for human consumption. But I do think if you commit a felony as, uh, what's it called? Illegal. Again, yeah. doing air quotes because, again, what the fuck's illegal? But if you're doing a uh, felony as illegal here in the US or even legal as a, uh, whether or not, if you yeah. do a felony, you should uh, do the time. Now, I don't think as arbitrary as, like, a misdemeanor, they should go ahead and separate the family. But, again, when I say separate, I'm talking about, like, you get arrested, so now your kid goes to your next family member or into foster care if you're never going to get out. Or if you're going I, to get I, out. Like, I'm saying, like, you know, say you're at Walmart and you fucking, you know, try and shoplift, you get caught. And no, like, you shouldn't be separated. You know, boom, just send them all back. Like, okay, here, you're on the next bus back. You know, and just. So you think petty crime, they should go back as well? Like, get, just if get they're, kicked out? If they're over here illegally, no documentation, you know, take their fingerprints, get their photo. At least, you know, that way when they come back, you know who the fuck they are when you fucking do their fingerprints again. Okay. Why not? Yeah. You know? Well, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think for those little crimes like that, you should just spend some time in jail. Uh, For, like, bigger crimes, yeah. Sorry. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I don't want to fucking, you know, house Mexicans in the prisons because that costs money. But white people commit crimes, too. Yeah, I want to see more white people in prison. That'd be awesome. I don't want to see anyone in prison. I think our prison system should change. That's also what I argue. I hate when people argue it like, uh, so you want to see Whitey in prison more? No. I, I want to see less people in prison altogether. Drugs in prison. We'll fucking mix that episode. <laughs> like, um, so on the real though, like your stance is any crime whatsoever, you should be deported. So well, are you talking like jaywalking are you talking like how, you know what i mean times, how many times have you been pulled over for jaywalking i actually have been pulled over for jaywalking twice it the, was in texas you got pulled and, over for being black and Come again on. i understand that it was more of a racial thing yeah. than a jaywalking thing but again with, with that being said 
so like, again should that person be uh what's it called deported for that because that's technically a crime and it's a misdemeanor like where do you draw the line is it class a b c is it you know what i mean well, that, I mean, that's I mean, why it, it, i draw if you're the getting line. if you're getting pulled in you know into you know a cell if you're getting handcuffed and brought to the police station or whatever and they try and run your shit and like okay he's over here illegally you know be like okay here make some phone calls um we're gonna send you down to ice i don't know man uh, my my because okay you know i do, understand do you have kids here if so you know and all that right i understand where you're coming from with that but like where i'm coming from is instead of doing it like that why don't we socially try to help these people instead of like be like oh you're illegal we're going to send you ice why don't we have a program like oh you're illegal but you've only committed what, like this. an amnesty program no, no no not an amnesty so something like this so you're illegal right yeah you committed a misdemeanor shoplifting we'll go with that same one right yep. uh most people would get a fine depending on what you shoplift you might spend some jail time right yeah. So go ahead and go through that. Then after that's done. Well, I mean, did you see that last that video of the guy that shop that quote unquote the police thought he shoplifted from Walmart and then they shot him? Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But hold on, wait. We're we're doing this first. So after after you do your time for that crime, now we're going to handle the illegal part. So with this, you are going to stay at a halfway house, right? Same as how we do with, uh, what's it called? Probation, leaving prisons and stuff, right? Then why wouldn't everyone so, just nope. come over here legally? Stop. Wait. So you're going to stay at the halfway house. Then you're going, in X amount of months, you're going to do the citizen's test. If you can't uh, pass it, then you get deported. Uh, why would it, again, my issue isn't the illegally coming. My issue is how hard it is to uh, try to get here legally. So if uh, we have to some way ease up our immigration courts, and I know that's not easing it up. In fact, that's a fast track way, but I'm not trying to punish anyone. I'm trying to societally help everyone. And I know people are then going to be like, well, what about the bad apples and da 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 da? Who gives shit? Who cares if 2% of the 98% is bad because that 98 percent is going to be a betterment for humans and mankind and america whether the, whether that two percent or not matters and with that said generationally the first gen um what's it called immigrants commit far less crimes than america americans yeah well i mean Honestly, if you're over here illegally and you're just trying to make money for your family, you're keeping your head relatively down. You know, if you're over here, you know, to sell drugs, you sell it to someone that's over here legally, make your profit, go back. They're not out here taking huge fucking risks. Right. But your example, though, like even with your head down, you get pulled over because you weren't wearing a seatbelt or because you went two miles over the speed limit. They catch you and deport you. I don't think that's cool. Like, I understand, like, rules as written law-wise, but, like, rules as written society-wise of, like, rules as intended, you we should have 
there shouldn't be this yes or no black or white thing. There should be a gray area of ways we can try to help. Oh yeah, and the, like I, I, I found that American Life fucking article that I was talking about earlier. It's a uh, episode uh, six eighty eight, the out crowd. If you're ever looking for it, it's podcast. Give it a listen. It's a good one, and you know it. It, it kind of like goes over why people want to come over here. You know, but you know people come over here for you know a couple reasons. One, to sell drugs to make money. So they can have a better life back in Mexico. Two, so they can come to Mexico to escape the dangers of Mexico. And, you know, get their kids out of gangs and all that. And have a better life for their family. You know, or, you know, for themselves. They can't come over here for a better life. But not everyone who's coming over here is from Mexico. Yeah, I mean, those, you know, what, 70,000 Canadians? Not even Canadians. We have people from all over the world that yeah, come they here. just overstay their visas and, and i don't think any of them are really you know a huge problem other than that one guy that fucking set the fire in fort carlin well like okay again he was norwegian i hate to say this but that is a one outlier to a huge oh it is a huge pop. outlier i'm like eh. But, you know, he, he, you know, so like what should happen to him? Okay. You know, he, he did it. You know, here's a real example that really happened in real life. Norwegian guy, you know, over in Fort Garland, you know, was burning some trash and there was a fire ban in place. You know, some of that fire escaped, spread real rapidly, burnt down a bunch of million dollar houses. Those houses were covered by insurance, obviously. Um, but it burnt a whole bunch of land and cost a whole bunch of money. What should happen to him? I know what happened to him, but what should happen to him? Okay. So again, what should happen is he should pay, face first the penalties as any U.S. citizen would. So fines, jail time, whatever. Then from there, again, that was an accident. I'm not saying that like it because uh, it could be proven accident or proven on purpose, but that wasn't like a malicious thing. No, it wasn't. He, he didn't do it a wasn't thing. like he went and shot someone. So again, with that and him overstaying his visa, he should then have the choice of either a going back to his country or b be uh, becoming Americanized, nationalized, and taking the Americanized. Yeah, sense. I'm pretty damn sure he just got deported. I'm pretty sure he did too. Yeah, you you, you saw it. Yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. But, like, again, I don't know, man. I, I just have weird – immigration is a real touchy subject for me because, like, when most Americans talk immigration, they talk – they think of Mexicans. And then they don't even think of, like, most people, uh, illegal immigrants, such as, like, overstaying visas or anything. In fact, that doesn't even cross their mind. and They don't even have a real argument against it. They're just like, we got to keep all the illegals out from down south. It's dumb. It's literally the dumbest argument. Well, I mean, like, you know, that that can tie in a little bit, you know, to, you know, my next question. You know, should asylum seekers, you know, people that are, you know, seeking, you know, help or, you know, refuge from their country because of dangers, you know, be, you know, completely believed? Like... Or no, 
I mean, they're making it a whole lot harder to seek asylum in America now than they have in quite some time. Right. So, again, super lib part of me, super for the world. Yeah, you're, you're going to say, let them all in. Yeah. I don't care what their sob story is. You're like a weed doctor, you know, on Venice Beach. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that reference. But, yeah, like. Okay, I, so, like, back in the day in California, to get your med card, you'd have to go in and see a doctor. Yeah. And, you know, people would come in and be like, sometimes I, I just need weed. And he's like, script. There you go. Got you. Nope, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. In fact, I've been to that doctor. So, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh, I thought you were that doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. <clears throat> yes, I totally am about letting people in. Now, again, I don't mean like, yo, you're crying. You're over here. Let's just come in. No, let's go ahead and do a background check. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and give them a time frame of like two years or a year or something to naturalize, take the citizen test, do all that stuff that they want to stay beyond their. Nat- so then why would anyone try and go through immigration? They just all try and. They just be like, oh, we're you know going to flood the asylum system now. Well, I I understand that they're two separate entities, but they should be one entity of the same coin. Kind of like how the CIA and FBI are. They're two separate entities, but one does one, one does the other. Um, immigration and uh, what's it called? Asylum seekers should uh, – they should be worked together or – and whatnot and like when you say why uh what's it called should they seek asylum over uh seek immigration well asylum's for one reason immigration's for moving here asylum you're fleeing your country because of issues and that's why i said again go ahead and do a thorough background check that's okay but again um, so so should asylum seekers have like time limit that they're over here it's like, okay, you can be over here for two years and then you have to go back or you have to, you know, go through a bunch of hoops. Well, well and- that's what I said. Two, uh, two, uh, I said one to two years, but I'm more thinking two to four years uh, that you're you're here. And then after that time frame, you could choose to become an American citizen or you could go to back home or you could go to another country. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I got a job over here treating cancer ponies. Again with the cancer ponies, bro. Yeah. Again, instant cringe. Instant. <sighs> but uh, what's it called? Yeah, because, again, after that time frame, they sh- they have a choices. Um, I don't know, again, exactly the deets of this. Not my – over my, you know, monkey brain head. Yeah. But, yeah, I do think that asylum seekers should have a time frame to make a decision – and immigration is you're here. I mean, you definitely can. Like when you seek asylum, you can, you know, get your you know permanent residency, your green card, and then get naturalized. So that way you're a citizen of the United States of America. Well, I think we should be more open to dual citizenship at that point. America is not very popular in dual citizenship anymore. But at one point we used to be. And like say you're from Venezuela, right? Yeah, that's where you're from. That's where all your family is from. Um, generations, right? There's no reason why you should just like cut off being Venezuelan. You should be able to have like uh, dual citizenship at that point with asylum seeking and whatnot. Um, because it's cruel to just be like, 
you've been here four years. All right. Uh, you're either American or you're Venezuelan, but you have to choose one or the other. No, go ahead and be both. But if you're going to stay in America, let's just go ahead and get you as a uh, part citizen and then go ahead and we don't have to run through this immigration stuff anymore. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I can see how like a dual citizenship would, you know, be pretty fucking cool. You know, like I, I know like uh, one of my exes had dual citizenship and, you know, she was like, yep, you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, she'll never have money to return back. I don't think so anyway. I mean, she like last time I heard she had a couple kids. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's all your dreams. Goodbye. <laughs> wow. You make it sound like the kids are the black hole of dreams. They are. They are but- not. You know, kids. They are a pause on dreams sometimes because of financial. Louis C.K. said it best. You know, kids step out of your vagina, stomp on your dreams, and bite your titties the fuck off. I don't. I don't think they're that bad. I mean, you know, you can say that, but I can. It's like me, like you know, I have an inconvenient shit, and it's like, oh, my dreams are gone. Well, again, we're going to talk about this in the parenting episode because yeah. this this is a pretty funny view that me and you absolutely disagree on on this one. Yeah, the parent parenting episode is next. Like, we're doing that one next because I'll, I'll probably have three fucking pages of that horse shit. Heard. So part one, part two? Yeah, I'll probably be a part one, part two um, of parenting. Um, and I'm not a parent, but Tron is a parent. Yep. Apparently a parent. Apparently apparent indeed. Boom. But uh so what do you feel about it though? Like with all this the asylum seeking and all that fun stuff. I mean, if if you have like a true sob story and you can provide, you know, proof that hey, you know, I just escaped a kidnapping, you know, I I'm in serious danger and you know, you can come over here and like, you know, I have the cartel on my ass and I want to come over to your country. But like, ugh, no, he, you know, he's going to lead zombies right into us type shit. <laughs> I mean, for, for the argument's sake, for the other, you know, half. Yeah. You know, of course. You know, like, I, I would love to, you know, be like, oh, everyone come on in. It's fine. The water's great. Oh, huh. you know, America sucks. You know. Right. You know, haha, you got COVID type shit. Um, ah, we tricked you. Yeah. <laughs> Gave you the COVID. Send you back to Mexico. Ah, Trojan horse. But, you know, for the other side, it's like, you know, there's a lot of sob stories out there. Tons of sob stories. Tons of scams to be like, hey, I, I want to come into your country. I, I have the, you know, pulls out notepad. Cartel after me. You know, they, you know, kidnapped me and turned me into a newt. So, why would someone lie about that? To get over to America, because it's a faster track than immigration. So then, why would they lie to get in America quicker? Because America, like, contrary to popular belief, America is pretty fucking awesome. Right. You know, compared to other fucking countries. But but I'm I'm just, like, going down this hole, though. So, like, you're saying same person, or person who's lying seeking asylum to get in america mm-hmm. 
shouldn't get that because all they're trying to do is better their life from where they're coming from. That That's the whole basis of the argument of versus immigration and asylum that like I have the issue with. Yeah, as it's like, why, why, why should like. But because like naturally let you we could use America in this example. How many Americans have moved from where they grew up and where they live to somewhere else like a whole different across state, not even country across states, right? Multiple states. And they had no no one there. They don't even speak. They don't even like, of course, it's hard to move to a different state and not speak the language. But like, they don't know anyone. I mean, How many every Americans state has have... its own language. Like Alabama, it's like, oh, they got the twang going in there. No, they have they're their like, own. We're like, gonna go it, fuck my sister. And... They have their own isms, but not their own language. So, like, even then, though, most Americans aren't willing to do that because it makes them uncomfortable. So, if someone's moving to a new country without knowing anyone. And not even really knowing the language because they're just trying to better their lives for their family. Who, why would we deny something like that? Trust me, if I can move to like you know another country over there in Europe, I might even think about it. I would love to be able to do that. I, we, you can't. You need to have like a skill or uh, what's it called? Yeah, you have be to be going a... for school or something like that. But yeah, it's never, like I'll go over there on a travel visa just to go visit. But it's like, you know, I can't really go live there. Like, I think Australia maybe might be able to. And I, I've talked I've talked to a few people that are from Australia and they're like tell me how it is. I'm like, whoa, it sounds awesome over there. Yeah, but everything than, wants to kill you in Australia. Everything wants to kill me over here. Yeah, but like literally like they have tons of murderous, venomous insects and stuff where like murderous, like like the scorpions like Watch this. I'm going to go kill that guy. You don't know what motherfucking Scorpion's thinking. Maybe Scorpion's like, not my hood. Are you two-legged thing? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, like just, you know, calling you the N-word as it's running up to you. No, no, no. Like I didn't say, I didn't say Scorpions were racist. I just said they were murderous. They are territorial. <laughs> it, it just like doesn't know what the N-word means. It just knows it's a bad word. So it's like a child just screaming it. It's like, no, don't say that word. No. <laughs> the N-words are going to beat us up. I love how we, like, go way down rabbit holes to, like, racist scorpions. God damn it. Again, uh, you brought up racist scorpion. I just brought up territorial thug scorpion. Now he's a thug scorpion? Yeah, when it says uh, no two-legged thing is going to be in my hood, that literally quote what I said. So, scorpion yeah. became thug. God damn it. But, yeah, I mean, you know, for the argument's sake... You know, you can have a sob story to get on the fast track. It's like when people go to, you know, Disney World and be like, oh, my son, he has autism and he has nervous breakdowns. Can we get a fast pass? And it's like, yep, here you go. I'm like, boom. Yeah. Frontline everywhere. Later, suckers. But who cares? Those guys. Man. Like, I, I know you're just arguing for argument's sake. Yeah. But like, it, like, I have to. That That's the name of the podcast. Argue this. But, right. And that's what we're arguing. You know, and so I'm arguing my point. You know, some people will fake their injuries, you know, go buy a wheelchair to get in the fast pass lane so they don't have to wait all day in hot ass lines at Disneyland like everyone else's. And that's why people would use the asylum clause to get into America. No, no, I understand that. America but, is a ride. But like the percentage of people lying about doing that and the percentage of people 
legitly scared is probably like in the single digits. I, I bet you like most like there's probably like you know it, it's the same thing with Disney World. There's not a whole lot of fucking people lying about disabilities to get into the fast pass lane. It's a very small marginal number that there's like okay it can go free that's fine right you know so but there's a lot of fucking there's people that are trying to come in legally that are in serious fucking danger yeah so i mean that that's what it is but you know i i feel like you know both you and i you know agree you know it would be cool to let them all in but you know we can't nope so all right. Uh, next question. This this actually might you know solve the previous ones. Should the U.S. government send or offer help to Mexico and other struggling countries to better living conditions so the residents have less of a need to move to the United States? All right. So here's my hot take on this. Actually, I'm going to say no unless asked. Well, I mean, sometimes you know people will be like. You know, you'll see, like, an old woman trying to, like, reach, like, a box of cereal on the top, and her, you know, Parkinson's is not letting her grab it, and her hand's flopping all over the place, and she's about to break a goddamn hip, and so you just hand it to her. She didn't ask for the help, but she sure is appreciative of it. So, we go over there, you know, we make, you know, living conditions better for Mexico. Like, missionaries will go over to Mexico and build them fucking houses. Right, but that's, bro, here's the issue, Right. Missionaries do that stuff. Cool. The U.S. does not have a good track record for doing that type of stuff. Not at all. No. So, I mean, like Mexico came over here and helped us during Katrina. We didn't ask them to come over here and help us during Katrina, but they did. You know, so why don't we go over there and be like, instead of, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. Real quick. I don't think they just forced their help upon us. I'm pretty sure they just offered their help and we accepted it. Um, I and that's where I'm talking. They just came out with their dick sandwich, like you're accepting our fucking help or the other thing. Yeah, I don't uh, help, help. help. I don't think that happened. So, like, with helping Mexico, if Mexico would like outline what they want help with, I'm not just saying Mexico. I'm saying yeah, like Venezuela, yeah, any Honduras, any any country, Jamaica. Uh, it, It has to be something that like they are asking for specifically and the only reason why i say it in those terminology is because america also has a knack for screwing over the little guy well i mean there's that meme you know you're being rescued please do not resist yeah (laughs) and you know that that could be how it is i mean that we're doing that in the fucking middle east aren't we yeah i mean we're going over there and quote-unquote helping those people i mean spreading freedom you know it's like yeah here you guys go it's like thanks america can you stop giving bad people guns (laughs) no uh here's a donut though (laughs) that's not in our uh way of thinking of helping everyone it's like we're creating isis 2.0 we're training them better it's like god god damn it america stop it you know if they're offering like that kind of help you know it's like hey we're gonna Go ahead and just take all this oil off your hands. It's fine. Yeah, then no. But I'm saying like truly go over there and like do like missionary type work, you know, and help them out. Most of the time the government's going to be like, no. You know, United States, there's some fucking 
bullshit behind what you're about to do. And no, you're you're right. But again, the only way for us to be like to help him would be to ask. Otherwise, America just needs to stay in America's like. Well, I mean, like, you know, Canada is pretty nice. There's not a billion fucking Canadians, you know, trying to flock to the United States, you know. But if we, like, go into, like, Mexico City and, you know, find out what the problems are and see what we can do as a country to help, you know, pull troops out of the Middle East, you know, get them the fuck out of there, that money saved, spend it on that. Help this country to be self-sustaining, to be, you know, get to our level, you know, help this country get to our level, you know. And then when we help everyone, everyone fucking wins. Because if we're, you know, like right now we're the world police. We're the world bully. Ugh, yes. Look at us. We're big, strong America. You want to fuck with me? We'll bomb you. We'll destroy your entire country and fucking, you know, feast on your tears. And it's like, and no one can really step up to us. It'll be World War Three if anything happens. Yes. But what if we switched that around and became like that that bully that, you know, saw the error of his ways. And it's like, you know, I'm going to go out and help this fucking, you know, community. Instead of fucking spending all this money on weaponry, let's go out and help them. See what they can use to, you know, better their situation. Right. I don't know, man. I mean, like, again, sure, that's that all good intentions are there. But like you said, look at the Middle East. Look at what's going on. We we fucked all that up. And we haven't been able to fix it. And we've had, what, three presidents now trying to fix it? And it's just, yeah. So I don't I don't believe America could just go in and tell the country uh, what we could do to fix it. The country just should just ask America what uh, they need. And then America will be able to choose from there. Yeah, I mean, you know, countries will be like, just give us money and we'll fix it. And it's like, no. What can we like? Can we come in and you know design infrastructure to you know, you know, make houses, you know, better roadways, you know, get the FDA involved? But why, why do we have to do that? Why not give the country the money on a loan and let them do it? That creates jobs for that country and it goes ahead and uh lets that country be uh autonomous with themselves. Well, I mean, we can bring over our you know speciality like you know clean water and electricity is a you know big problem across the majority of the world you know clean water especially not a lot of them have sources for good clean water so why can't we go over there and just drill some wells for them boom now you have water now you don't have to worry about that boom now you have an electric grid now you don't have to worry about that Again, but we shouldn't have to build that for them if they so check out. This is what I mean by like them ask if they feel that they can do it with the money. Let them do it with the money. If they feel that they could do it with our help. What if they fuck up? Wait, wait. wait. If they could feel that they could do it with our help, let them do it with our help. That money is not going to just come like all willy nilly like, oh, we need two billion dollars. Here's two billion dollars. No, there should be stipulations on like progress and stuff and then if they aren't meeting those goals same as like other construction companies and stuff aren't meeting those goals then we will stop funding that are you kidding me there's a ton of construction companies that don't meet goals no there are tons that don't but there are tons that uh don't meet goals and then we don't 
fund them anymore and we get another company to do that our private sector our our, our whole government sector doing it is all shit anyways okay but, but i mean you, but you you what you you know you're standing strong against it but like unless you ask you don't get shit correct and, and again even with that too uh I feel, and again, I know this is crazy because super libtard up here, but I feel that like there should be stipulations on like what's going on. So like, say they want two billion dollars to uh, build their electric grid, like you were just using the example. Okay, sure. Here is half, or here is some. Right when you get halfway through the point, depending on where we are and what time frame and what's going on, you will either get more funding or you won't. Yeah, I mean, but we can have our people go over there, pay our people to build their shit. But that's a, that's America's white knight knighting that America has the biggest problem with already is what well, we know best. And we Oh, we do though. Do you see our country? Yeah, the best ever in like everything, including like, you know, divide. Yeah, we lead the world, you know, in like the number of people incarcerated no, I per know. capita. Yeah. And like I don't think we lead anywhere else. COVID. Well, I mean, the military, you know, uh. obviously, but yeah. And, and I'm like, you know, I'm like celebrating the fact that we have the most COVID cases. I'm like, yes. I'm like, Brazil, get back down there. Don't try and challenge my authority. Number one, baby. Brazil is trying to challenge it, though, hard. And uh, yeah, they're like, they're like spreading around, like, hey, you got COVID? No, I don't got COVID. Give it to me. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that that's obviously an exaggeration, but you know, it, it is spreading fast, whatever. Right. You know. Let let's let's move on. You know, cuz anyone listening to this is like, "Oh fuck, it's over an hour." You know, should the dream of Donald Trump's wall get crushed because most people come over here legally and just overstay their visas? The wall is a dumb idea. Uh just for example or like being real. Um if you want to use your next your previous question, that's a better way to spend our money than the wall. I mean, like with maintenance, upkeep, all that fun stuff. Yeah, I mean the, wall's the, gonna the mathematical more. equations have already been done, and I'm pretty sure that dream is already dead. Right. But I'm I'm sure like it's little sparks of it are still there. He's like, well, it, it's little sparks in people's hearts that they don't understand that multiculturalism is the way that the future is and they want to be stuck in the password divisions where they are. I, I feel like these white people just need to go over to like a Mexican grandmother's house for dinner and they're like, bring them all over. Just destroy the border. Give it all to Mexico. This food is fucking the tits. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. Like get out of here with those canned refried beans. Holy shit, they're making their tortillas from scratch? I didn't even think you could do that. I thought you just bought them at the store. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, when you taste, like, you know, true Mexican food, it's like, oh, you know, Taco Bell, you don't even compare anymore. God damn it, you Mexicans. Ruin Taco Bell for me. <laughs> That'd actually probably make Taco Bell so much better. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, Donald Trump's dream is dead. You know, but to, you know, argue the point, yeah, there's no arguing the point. I can't even come up with a good argument for it. There isn't a real it, it, good it's, argument It's the for Berlin it. Wall all over again, 
and it's just going to come up to get destroyed. Don't bring it up. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's a bad idea. It's going to cost too much. It's going to get <laughs> fucked up. I mean, like, okay. So to argue this, right? Yeah. Instead of building a physical wall, why not build a metaphorical wall? Go ahead and spend all that wall building money on drones that, you know, could, uh, what's it called? Patrol endlessly as long as they have a power supply. And then go ahead and just have the drones patrol the border and have them, what's it called? Uh, when they see the people. Yeah, they can just hire more border patrol too. Yeah. Like, so. the, the wall's just a dumb waste of money. There could be, again, I'm not pro it, but arguing this and arguing like facts for or money for like the wall and doing air quotes is like instead of building a, a physical wall, they could build a metaphorical wall. Well, I mean, it would like, save more money than their physical wall and it would actually keep more people out than their physical wall. Like, like I saw videos of people just climbing like little sections of fence they already have just scaling like a monkey. But, you know, here's the great thing. You know, build a really tough wall like a Ninja Warrior, like the warped wall. And if they get over that shit, they just, you know, you're over here. Good job. You got past that wall. That that wall is a son of a bitch, isn't it? Yeah, you're tough as fucking nails, though, you know. You know, so you're, you're a fucking, you know, an American citizen now. Congratulations. That's so funny that like, you say like, the warped wall of Ninja Warriors because I just imagine that now. <laughs> yeah. They're just, Ooh, do, do, do. you know, and they get up there and hit a button. And it's like, boom here's your driver's license welcome to america high five here's a beer and some fucking tits <laughs> yeah it's like whoa he's like guys it's awesome up here there's beer and tits and they're all trying to fucking climb up the warp wall like a bunch of zombies and it's like ha, you're all losers you can't get up here <laughs> you know and everyone that can is like the best of the best and then that's how you can you know ensure that the best mexicans come over here they have to get through like a ninja warrior course. And it's like, well, you, you pass the obstacle course. We're well, <laughs> that'd be amazing if there's like a show, just like a 24-7 camera, where just people just you know come through and they have to like go through the obstacle course. And if you fall off the course, you like land in some water and you have to like swim back. And you can do it as much as you want, but there's like a line. And so they can have like 10 different obstacle courses. <laughs> It would be like the greatest show ever. It'd be like Wipeout. It's like, you know, then like you have like some like hot, sexy, you know, fucking Mexicans come on over here and just girls would be throwing their pussies at them once they fucking, you know, get up that warp wall. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we just solve the wall problem. Make the wall an obstacle course and it'll be awesome. <laughs> Televise it. Get, you know, ad revenue. It fucking takes care of itself. <laughs> yeah. You know. uh, my last question. Um, should the media stop focusing on only Mexican illegal immigrants because they're only 55% of the illegal, you know, immigrants in this country? Again, this is just a simple answer because we've been basically talking about this question all this whole uh, cast. Yeah. And whatnot. But. Yeah, they should because all Americans, like the average American thinks about is when you say illegal immigrant, you immediately think uh, south of the border. But like we have way more illegal immigrants who overstay their visa and just come over and stay than coming from the south. 
and I don't understand like if okay if yeah, you're going to be si- like, sincere in how the issue about immigration from the south then you have to be sincere and have immigration issues from all over otherwise you're just being arguing a disingenuous argument yeah but like I said earlier you know it's like oh no those Canadians ah uh, they're being too polite ah uh, you know they say a boot you know and they're like really good at hockey and they can deal with the cold like what what is a bad quality about a canadian um first of all all those are races overtropes of canadians and like it, the a canadian would have the same bad problem as any other human some people have tempers so there's been canadian serial killers man like there's been a so what do you mean yeah i mean like but you know there, there's always like you know the black the the black men will come over here and fuck all the white women and they won't be pleased with our small penises anymore. God damn it! Right, but again, racist overtropes of what like so. It, again. Well, I mean, like I I truly do know Canadians as well, and you know, I I do those little racist you know tropes and like yep, that's pretty close. No, no, no. I understand yeah. that, but like when you when we talk about like blacks and south of the border and like tropes. There's a lot of easily negative connotations to them. When you talk about the more fair-skinned people, you have to really think about a negative connotation because society hasn't branded uh, so much negativity towards them. Like exactly, you know, if you think of like you know Mexicans, you're like, oh no, they're drug dealers or gang members or MS13. Oh my gosh, like most people don't even know a single name of a single gang in Canada. Right, but they have them. They did. They most definitely do. Same, same as in Britain. You don't think about like it being full of like thugs and crime, but it's there. Actually, that's all I think about. I'm just like you know, Clockwork Orange, just every day. I've never seen Clockwork Orange, so I don't know. Okay, yeah. I I, I get the. Uh, I've seen tons of the memes and like I I get the gist of it, but it, I've never like, seen it. Honestly, it's a fucking boring <laughs> slow movie. Um, pretty much, it's like you know the leader of the gang. Um, I think he like goes to jail or something and they like brainwash him into thinking violence is bad and it makes him sick. And then his buddies that are also in the gang become police officers and amuse him. And, you know, it's like his own personal hell. I, I'm, I might be like fucking, you know, severely fucking that up, but, yeah. but that's a T- TLDR version. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not like, a fuck. it's like good job, Stanley Kubrick, but not your best work. Fair enough. Yeah. But how do you feel about it? Uh, about, you know, all of them? Like like Yeah, the immigration question that you just asked me. <laughs> I mean, you know, th- there is, you know, less, you know, you you put it beautifully there. There's more negative connotation being broadcast and put out there towards, you know, people of color. You know, you see Asians, you can think of a billion different fucking, you know, racist things about them ching chong bing bong they're bad at driving ah you know right and, but you know for like white people it's like oh you know like have my fanny pack and socks and sandals and you know have my dad at home it's like you, you have to like really like think about how to offend a white person you, you can't because there's not a whole lot of negativity put out there whereas it's you know a whole lot easier to upset you know a black man hold on wait wait Easy way to offend uh, white people, asking for equal rights. 
No, I mean, like, you know, it's like they won't even know what that is. Like, I have all the rights. You know, I have the right to beat you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for a black man, you just go up there and, you know, use a single word. And, you know, some of them will beat your ass. You know, because, you know, their feelings got hurt from a word. Right. Yeah, not all of them. And Patrice O'Neill, you know, put it great. God rest his soul. You know, how are you going to let a word control you? But, you know, so much negativity has been, you know, shoved in it that, you know, it's like, come on, you know. And, I mean, yeah, stop focusing on just the Mexicans, you know, because you put a you know a bad rap on, you know, like, get those Mexicans out of here. It's like, yeah, let's get the Norwegians out of here, too. Let's get the Canadians out of here, too. Like I, like I said, if you're going to argue about the uh, down south, you have to argue about it all. Otherwise, it's a, it's a genuine argument. Yeah. Like, like legit. It, it's just you're just coming across more racist. And, you know, race, racism really just comes from a place of ignorance. And then and, and the second you fucking know, the second you taste, you know, Boyle's food, you're like, oh, shit. Well, hold on. Uh, I don't think most people think of it as a racist thing. I think it's more of a systemic racist thing because, again, uh, they've immigration's been a hot topic since I've been alive, since I could think about political parties. You know what I mean? In politics. Yeah. So, like, if I'm 35 now. So if all I remember is them arguing about immigration and stuff like that, most people have these natural thoughts that they don't even realize because it's been ingrained in them that immigration is bad. People from down south is bad. Yeah, and that, that's that's what it is. Is it's just you know indoctr- indoctrinated in you know the culture of America to be like, okay, these dirty you know you dirty mexicans and you hear it over and over and over until you start to believe the lie true that's that's a hundred percent truth exactly how you said that it's like you start believing that lie you legitly do it's the same as like uh most people like just equating to like america and stuff um how we're now finding out that like false or all those false confessions and stuff is because you've heard it over and over and over and you just want it to stop that you be, you start believing the lie yeah it's like pretty much all it is is just advertisement you know it works the exact same as advertisement you know where you know if someone was be like raid shadow legends you know exactly what the fuck yeah, that is yeah i do <laughs> you know because you've seen it so many times it's you know i know what rage i've never played the game and because they've fucking overdone their ads, I'm never going to play their game because they're pushing it too fucking hard. And now it's getting to the point where they're pushing Mexican is bad too fucking hard. People are like, wait, let, let, let me, you know, let me talk to them. Let me hear from the horse's head. Right. You know, oh shit. You know, this guy's a fucking gentleman. You well, know, well, he can the- cook and he's a fucking, you know, it's awesome. Well, the crazy thing, too, is they don't realize, like, most people don't realize when we pushed uh, super hard against immigration and California did it. And then uh, during the harvest season and stuff, they couldn't get people to work the fields. And, like, all that was suffered because of that. Yeah, I mean, like, Ralphie May has a fucking joke about that. You know, if white people were out there fucking, you know, picking your salad, a fucking hamburger would cost $37. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're right. Nature created the perfect, you know, 
fruit picking machine and it's Mexicans. You're not right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Oh, no. You fucked it up. Ah, too hard. Too hard. Right. <laughs> Turn. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, th- but it's just a joke, you know. No, yeah, it's a joke. But, yeah, I mean, all, all we have to do is, you know, be like, all right, let's, you know, stand back and take another look at this and see if we can come at it a different way. You know, if we came in and be like, okay, everyone – that is in the United States, you know, is granted amnesty and you're granted, you know, citizenship. You now all have to pay, start paying taxes. You can go get your driver's license. You don't have to fear. You don't have to be like, oh, oh no, okay, I'm going to go hide. You know, because it, it's a true fear of getting sent back because you're, you know, sending money to help your family back in Mexico. Well, it's like now you can sponsor them and be like, okay, come on over here legally. Well, again, the worst part, too, is like, again, he, there's plenty of stories of people who uh, got deported at 18 and older, right? But they've literally lived here since they were five. So they don't speak the language of where they're from. They don't know literally anywhere, anyone of where there's, they're from. There's stories and of the, true, like, born here Americans. Yeah. You know, that were never from Mexico. Their family is never from Mexico. They're just brown skinned. They got deported. And yeah. they didn't have, like, their driver's license because they were just walking down the store to get, you know, a, a soda pop or whatever. They are just walking down to 7-Eleven to get stopped by ICE, and now they're fucking deported. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? I'm in Mexico, and I can't get back in the United States because I don't have any of my fucking paperwork. And it turns into a huge fucking nightmare for them. Right. Those mistakes should never happen. In fact, we should definitely lean on more of the cautious side than, like, Oh, I don't know this guy. Let's get him out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. But, you know, we're 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 running, you know, long on this podcast. So let's uh, get to the uh, end, the open-ended question. Go ahead. All right. Uh, how would you redesign the immigration process? What benefits would you give asylum seekers? And you know, how would you deport? And what for? Okay, so uh, uh, why deport and stuff? Uh, again, felonies, misdemeanors. I don't believe in deporting for misdemeanors. Okay. Um, as far as the changing the asylum or what we would do about immigration and stuff like that. Yeah. Again, I would hire more immigration judges to go ahead and ease up the courts so we could go ahead and... And have more uh, easier time immigra- or for immigration. But if we're talking like making sweeping changes and stuff, I really think that like uh, if you want to come over to America and immigrate to America after your background check, you have uh, like half a year to take your citizens test. That way you have your trial period as well of like, do you want America as much as America wants you? And then go ahead after that six months, take your citizens test. Good. Awesome. Not you have one more six month thing to pass it, and then you have to go through the process all over. Um, as far as asylum seeking, I would, I besides the background check, I would make asylum seeking sweepingly easier. If you if your country is known for violence and stuff like that, and you are coming because of that issue, then yes, you should be let in. Um, Again, pass the background check first, though. 
Um, it, I don't think if you're if you feel like you're in danger at all, I think asylum seeking should accept you. It, it shouldn't be. Is this a valid endangerment reason? No, okay. you just feel danger. That's pretty much what I would do. Like I said, with more time and whatnot, I will write a more comprehensive thought process on what yeah, I would but, do. I mean, like this is just you know like a you know just an open podcast, yeah, know, thrown up on the internet. But like those are the biggest changes, and I know a lot of people would then bring up like, well, what about da 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 da? Okay. But if we take a population and take percentages wise, right, it's not really that big of a difference of like the bad versus the good of what we're letting in. So the bad would we would obviously kick them out and they would stay gone. But like for a misdemeanor, that's crazy to be like, no, you're not good enough for this country. Sorry. All right. So, you know, for me, you know. Obviously, you know, for Mexico, you know, it, it's a whole lot easier because you have direct access to the border for places like, you know, Cuba. You have to, like, you know, get a raft and float over or get a plane. And it's a little bit more difficult to just, you know, you can't just really jump the border. And especially places like, you know, the Philippines and whatnot or Asia just in general. You know, it, it's, you know, you have to get, you know, either a ship ride over here and a plane and to get, you know, smuggled in is a lot more money. Um, but I just be like, yep. If you want to come on over here, you know, you have to agree to a few things. You know, you have to get, you know, fingerprinted. You have to get, you know, photo taken and iris scan, you know, and, you know, just DNA, you know, so we have a complete file on who you are, you know, and that you're in the country so that way, if you do something wrong, you know, and, you know, we have DNA evidence, we can just track it back to you. We know exactly who you are, where you're at, you know, and pretty much just give them like a temporary ID. This is your ID. This is who you are in this country. You know, and don't give them like some other name. You know, if they're, you know, Abdorkman, they're Abdorkman. Okay. You know, because people be like, oh, you're fucking, you know, Yowling. It's like, now we're going to just call you Chad. Because that's too hard. That's bananas. So just be like, okay, here's your, you know, ID. Welcome to the country. You know, if you want to work, you know, go to this office and apply for, you know, a work permit. You know, you can come in and enjoy everything that America has to offer for free. You know, why not? And this is just my personal opinion. You know, come on in. Enjoy America. But if you want to work, you know, you have to go get a work permit and, you know, keep this ID with you at all times. And then you get your work permit. Like, okay, you're, you're good to work. And you can work wherever. You can live wherever. You can be wherever. Welcome to the land of the free. And then you pay taxes, you know, and you do all your normal shit. You know, why not just open it the fuck on up? But if you're over here and you're like, I'm, you know, 16 or I cause problems, you know, and, and, you know, your job 
fires you or something and you're just, you know, proven to be a bad worker or a thief or something that can, you know, interfere with your, you know, ability to get more work. And if you're over here working illegally, then you just deport you. And for asylum seekers, you know, come on in, you know, get out of the rain. You know, let's hear your story. You know, you can be here, you know, for a year while you get everything together and while we, you know, wait to, you know, hear your case. You're here in the United States. Same thing like everybody else gets where you can come in for free. And while you're developing your case, you know, no working. Otherwise, because if you just come over here and be like, I'm here for asylum, and then you just go get a job, okay, you're, you're back to your country. And then if you want to get, you know, your citizenship and get, you know, your permanent residency where you can just work without having to get, you know, permission to work, you know, that way we don't, you know, flood the job, the job market. Because we don't want, you know, a thousand fucking or, you know, a hundred thousand Indians coming over here and just taking up all the jobs. So that's why you need permission to work. So you'd be like, this is what I want to work in. You know, and you'd have like an employer be like, okay, we want to offer you a job. You go in and make this is what I'm working in. And simple shit like that. And yeah, deporting would just be, you know committing crimes being a problem in the country and you know working without permission that one seems kind of fucking harsh but you know it's to stop you know the job market from getting flooded you know so if we have you know 50,000 you know construction workers come over here and you know Americans can't you know, people that live here can't get those fucking jobs because it's just flooded with, you know, other people. It's kind of fucked up. But, you know, we have to look after our own first, but, you know, if that job market needs fucking people, cool. You know, what do you think about that? So. This is my only comment because I've been – I always try to refrain from commenting on the uh, open end because it's literally a personal viewpoint. Yeah. I understand that. But some of the stuff you said was positive. Some of the stuff you said sounded very German – 1940s german-esque like when you're talking like you get a special card you can't work without permission stuff like that again i understand where you're coming from i legitly do because well, i that, know that, you. you know like it's just a card for your identification so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, identification please papers no just you know like a, like a you know a license you know, you know, you can come over here and stay as long as you want. You don't need a visa for shit. You know, but that way, you know, because, you know, you go over to like Istanbul, for instance, uh -huh. and you see their identification. I don't understand a single fucking thing that's on this card. But that way, you know, if you cause problems, they'll be able to like scan the card and find out exactly who you are. 
And if you've caused problems before, or if you have like a warrant out for your arrest, and it has like your picture and your fingerprints are all fucking connected to it, your DNA is all connected to it, you know, that way, you know, it, it's a little bit, you know, of a fucking invasion of privacy. But, you know, that is the price you pay for, you know, <laughs> coming up. Like, the. <laughs> No, no, no. Again, again, I understand where you're coming from. I know you're not being like, uh, fucking. I'm not going to put stars to David. I I understand this. I understand that. But just saying what you're saying does follow those lines. That's all. That's all. I just wanted to acknowledge that. Oh, no. Am I I churning into little Adolf? You're wrong skin tone for that. (laughs) Yeah, Adolf wasn't even the fucking master race himself. I know. You know, and pe- people like like forget about that and like, oh yeah, shit. But there there's something about killing Nazis in video games just gets people's dick hard. It's like the perfect enemy because they just get painted so evilly. And, and you know, I, I actually you're, you're not sucking me into this argue this and argue pro Nazis. So. Well, <laughs> Because you've already taken the anti-Nazi side right now. Yeah, no, no, no one is like, yeah, Nazis, yeah. Oh, no, there are people like that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, there's fucking, you know, crazy people like that. But, you know, you go in and play any fucking game, Wolfenstein, for instance, Call of Duty, you know, Nazis are the enemies, zombie Nazis, let's kill these Nazis, yeah, Nazi killer. And it's like the most, it's like as American as apple pie. True. You know, and I have a fucking joke about fucking Nazis and it's really fucked up. But it's like, what do the Germans call their military outfit? The Nazi outfit. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's a horrible fucking joke, but, you know, it's like one of the first ones I wrote. I'm like, yep, that's never going to my stand up. Because I'm going to have some German couple, you know, you know, with schnitzels in their hands and be like, ah, they're going to come stab me with their skewers. That joke is horrible. But, you know, that's it for this episode. And thank you if you fucking survived all the way to the end. And if you have, you know, angry comments or arguments of your own that you want to send, you know, you can send them right to the human podcast or the human podcast network at gmail.com linked in the description also you can hit me up at alex the truck on instagram and twitter like i'm on there occasionally but i don't really post but you can send your shit it's you know my my pictures are just trucks i think it's like my crash truck (laughs) and uh yeah you can you can send you know whatever you want to me you can dm them to me that's fine you can also check out uh, my other podcast, The Human Podcast, you know, on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, tell your friends. Tell your dad, especially if he's really politically motivated to listen to this. He'll get angry and fucking beat you with his belt every night. <laughs> I'm just saying shit to, you know, get you on to giggle. Um, but that's it. Thank you for listening. And, uh. We'll see you next week on an episode of Parenting. Peace.